This episode of The Patch is brought to you by Hulu Plus. Watch your favorite shows anytime, anywhere with Hulu Plus. On your TV or on the go with your smartphone or tablet. Shows like Family Guy, Once Upon a Time, New Girl, Scandal, and more. Right now you can try Hulu Plus free for two weeks when you go to HuluPlus.com slash patch. This episode of The Patch is sponsored by Nature Box. Order great tasting, healthy snacks right to your door. Forget the vending machine and get in shape for summer with healthy, delicious treats like everything bagel sticks. Support this podcast and get 50% off your first order. Go to NatureBox.com slash The Patch. Hey, hey everyone, welcome to The Patch. The Patch. Hey, this we is, have shelves now. We, we had shelves last week. Welcome to last week's episode of The Patch. I wasn't here last <laughs> with, week. So. Introducing Ryan. Now there are shelves. <laughs> to me, it's all new. The well, Patch with 100% more Ryan. With, with the shelves. 110%. I brought my A game. Did you really? Yeah. Wow. Big talk. I've been playing games. You gotta back it up now. I'm hoping yeah. we can get enough game like Blip. paraphernalia and desk junk to put on there so we can change it out every <laughs> you say week. game yeah. paraphernalia, it sounds, it sounds like something that's illegal in Texas. Risque. You know, uh, some... Some third, some modded <laughs> controllers. It sounds like something you buy in a shop that also sells crystals and like uh, you know various other. You ever see those? Sounds like something you used to play Res. Yeah, you ever see those um, at a convenience store? They sell like those little glass vials with roses in them. No, no. Oh wait, you they're mean- just crack pipes. It's like really? it's got a little flower in it, and you just like it's like a buck or whatever. You just throw the flower away. Where the hell do you shop? Where, where do you see that? <laughs> They're everywhere. When's you, the last you, time just, you just got to look for them. All right, hold on. When's the last time you actually went inside a convenience? That's going to ask the last time I smoked crack. Well, the last I mean, time I went in a convenience that's the store question. was uh, yesterday. So why? To get beer. Okay. All right. That's fair. It is definitely a side effect for me not or driving an electric car is that I now no longer go to convenience stores because that's I usually would go to the convenience store when I go to the gas station so I just don't do that stuff mm. I just I got not re- there's no reason to go inside anymore it's, oh, so I just are you pay kidding the me? pump and just done oh no no, no I'm, I, right I'm so that. impatient I gotta like do the latch thing mm-hmm. and if it doesn't have that latch that would hold it up so it's automatically mm-hmm. going I would jam my gas cap in there to make it like so I could walk away from it and then I would go inside and then come back out <laughs> and I always had the thought like either the gas is gonna spill all mm-hmm. over the ground or that somebody's gonna run up and like fill their tank real quick and then run off with my money, but that never happened. Speaking of Tesla, do you have you seen that HEB right next to us has electric car charging stations? It's one of the great fringe benefits of driving an electric car is that they always have spots everywhere. It's actually great at like stadiums and convention centers mm-hmm. because it's like the parking lot will be completely filled. It's like, oh, there's a dopey electric spot right up front. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just use that. So you're gonna be one of those like electric car hipsters when eventually it kind of catches on and what do you then mean, all gonna of a sudden, be. <laughs> you're already there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, right now you still got the spot. But soon, you won't have that spot. Let me tell you, like, the most electric car hipster thought I ever had was that I went to use the electric – HEB is a grocery store that exists in Austin That we that's here in Austin. It's all around central Texas. Um, they have an electric spot there, and I went to pull up, and there was a Prius in it, and I was like – that's an electric car. I really <laughs> there are electric Priuses there, there for are. the record. You're only halfway there. there I would, that was how snobby I was. <laughs> well, you know, as long as you didn't go over 40 miles an hour, it's an electric car. But I, I wanted to let you know I haven't lost my way in that. There was the Best Buy right by our old office. They had like four parking spaces that were for fuel-efficient vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the most hippie, like annoying thing every time I went there. But I had a car that would take that E – a truck that would take that E85 gas, that 85 octane, which is like ethanol, all ethanol. Yeah. And so I would park in the fuel-efficient vehicle spots <laughs> with my pickup, with my F-150. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you, you thought you were so fucking clever. It you, had fuel It had fuel flex right on the back of it. Did it take that up, like, make three it fuel efficient. Yeah, it's, 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 it gets... It, I, takes, it gets 5% more ethanol in it instead of gasoline. It goes, from, it ethanol, goes from 10% to 15%. Isn't ethanol horribly inefficient, too, as a fuel? Like oh, it, it was horrible. Let me tell you, it was, mm-hmm. it was like, I think it was like two twenty-five a gallon, 
and gas in Central Texas is about like three fifty a gallon, three thirty mm-hmm. somewhere in there. Um, it's usually cheaper in Texas than it is in other parts of the U.S. Uh, but this stuff was like two thirty five a gallon, two fifty a gallon. But dude, I got like a third of the gas mileage <laughs> from this thing. It was terrible. Efficient. I really got excited about it when I first got that truck because it's just one of the things that was part of it. Yeah. But then I filled up once with that, and I was like, never again. Mm. You have to fill up like once a day in a pickup mm-hmm. truck to do that. So should we actually like, talk gaming. about video games? Hey, this is technology, This bitch. was a good week, too, to talk about gaming. I've got three new games I've played this week to talk about. What did, what did you play? Uh, I've got Watch Dogs. We played some The Stomping Land and The Forest, which is really big on Steam right now. Both uh, of The Stomping Land and The Forest are both early access right now. But uh, Of those three, I've only played Watch Dogs so mm-hmm. far. And What did uh, you think? It got a very scathing review on Kotaku. Blaine has very squeaky he shoes. He does. He sounds like a scuba diver. Uh, <laughs> you, you've been flexing the shoes uh, too, buddy? Come on. I, I, I don't, I, it hasn't really grabbed me. Um, I can't find myself wanting to play it mm-hmm. or like yearning to play it. I've played a couple hours so far. You're not a big open world guy, right? And you, I'm really not. In a, I think in the past you've said that I didn't even like you GTA don't like 4. The, 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 too many options right. can kind of overwhelm And that's you. kind of what I'm suffering from right now. I, I will say that is the main thing I've noticed about Watch Dogs is I, I feel like there's some experience there that must be similar to having ADD. <laughs> because when you're trying to do anything, it is constantly bombarding you with, okay, I'm going to go do the next campaign mission. Oh, crime in progress. All right, let me do the crime. Oh, gang hideout. Oh, you're being invaded. Fixer contact. Yeah, I mean, all just, this shit's just going on. You're trying to do things. And I think a lot of people haven't really enjoyed the, the campaign. And I think it's because it's much better or much more enjoyable of a campaign if you can experience it together. But it's hard to do that. You have to really focus on, I'm going to ignore all this stuff and just go to the next yellow thing. Yeah. And then it starts to hang together more as a story. But if you don't, you go you know, I, a I, couple hours between those missions, and it's just like, uh, I'm back to angsty again, even though I've been driving around for about two hours. <laughs> I'm also having trouble figuring out how to take down people in a non-lethal manner. <laughs> so, like, you know, for example, you see, like, the baton, the baton doesn't do that? We well, just got to run them down is the problem. Yeah. Is that it? Like, yeah, I, I don't know. You just keep like, running behind them, and eventually you will catch up to them. Oh, okay. It's like, I gave up. I just started shooting people. Like, now you it's can, like, fuck it. I'm just going to shoot everyone. Crime in progress, you know, bam, dead. You know? Occasionally, uh, you can get away with kind of winging them in the leg, and they'll fall down, and then you can catch up to them and club them. But, uh, yeah, no, usually you just run after them. Is that what you're talking about with open world games? Mm-hmm. Do you play games that way where, like, say you unlock a campaign mission, but then you also unlock all these side missions? Do you go through and do all the side missions first and then finish the campaign? Uh, I mean, I like to kind of do that because, you know, I want to eventually complete the whole game. So there's some element of, well, this is right here and the campaign mission is way over there. So let me take care of things and kind of work my way over there. Oh, really? Um, Yours is geography-based, in other words. Yeah, I mean, it's just like efficiency. It's like I'm closest to this. I get exactly. Let me play this and work my way over. But yeah. uh, the one thing I will say, too, about the side missions in Watch Dogs, which whereas, you know, compare it with like GTA, where a lot of the side missions kind of had a story. Mm-hmm. Like you'd have a guy, and there's a reason that that guy was having you do a thing. And it would hang together. Even like the random encounters that yeah. they had in GTA, they were really well written. Yeah. And now that being said, there's there's a similar thing in Watch Dogs, which is the private invasions, which I think may be privacy invasions, which may be my favorite part of that game. I haven't done that yet. It's a, basically you hack into somebody's home system and then you kind of get a view into their apartment and then you just hack something in their house. Mm. But the fun part is watching what's going on in their apartment. There's some really crazy and dark and funny okay. stuff. I've seen some like screenshots mm-hmm. and like gifs of stuff like that. I think there's only nine of them, but uh, those are really fun. Uh, but there's nothing really that hangs all that stuff together. So it just unlocks a bunch of things, and it's like, oh, 
yeah, here's some you you just run through an AR experience. Oh, here's the privacy invasions. Like there's no there's no character that ties together those mini missions. Okay. Yeah. Which yeah, it's not as it's it starts to feel almost like uh WarioWare. Where you're like, oh, it's it's just a bunch of mini games, quick mini games. like the little mini games with a theme. There's kinda. kind of a story in the background, yeah. Then that's that's why I mean that sometimes the campaign's hard to experience because you start to feel like the mini games are the game, and you forget about the campaign mm-hmm. that's kind of in the background. It's yeah. almost like art direction is just all that glues it together at that point. Sort of, yeah, yeah. I feel like you know other people have already said it, but it feels more like a a, a very polished proof of concept. I, I feel like the <laughs> next game will probably be really good, uh-huh. but uh, they're just. Figuring it out at this point. I'm starting to annoy myself as a gamer because my main critique that I have of Watch Dogs is that when I play it, it doesn't feel next gen to me, and that's a, that's a really weird. I was going to mention that too. Like the PC version of it, I've seen a lot of screenshots and uh-huh. video, and it looks really good. The cutscenes in it look really good in next gen, but weren't running the E3 around. The announcement trailers look really good. Yeah, those are amazing. Yeah, they're amazing. But your average, you know, just gameplay doesn't look significantly I've different s- from GTA. I've 5. seen yeah. something that's that's really been frustrating me. Uh, you know, normally when a game comes out across various mm-hmm. platforms like Watch Dogs, you know, PC, PS4, and uh, Xbox One, you'll see a lot of like side by side screenshots. I hate those people who like manipulate the screenshot to make one look better or look worse. Have you seen like, this? Like whether they blow out the gamma on one or what they do? Right, or they'll like export as a JPEG repeatedly for one of them so that it gets a little more grainy. Yeah, it's got some more artifacting in it. Doesn't how seem do you know sharp. they're doing that? Because it's obviously fucked up. Like you can look at it and be mm. like, this, this is this is this has been fucked. This is like, bad this compression right. or this yeah. is yeah. It's like there's no way that that's what that actually. Well, looks I mean, like. there's a big difference between lower grade textures and obvious like artifacting. So yeah, I guess some of that you. I've never seen that happen, but I can see how. I also don't think when they do those comparisons anymore, they should do it with still frames. I just don't think mm-hmm. they should do it. I think that the PC, just the way it handles motion and the way it renders a frame, it's going to look better to me as a still frame. Whereas just play video and then glue the videos together that way. Mm-hmm. That would that would be much better in my opinion. Yeah, you know, and the, and those comparisons, honestly, does anyone really care? I mean, I'm just. I, that's for bragging rights. There's people who, that's you know, what it is. yeah, console fanboys who. So of course there's going to be some bias or PC right. master racers. Well, I mean, we're early like, enough yeah. in the. Why are you always pointing at me? I never. <laughs> I didn't say anything about PC master racers. In fact, PC version of this. Uh, I think game, we all. I think we all heard it. PC version <laughs> of this game, by all accounts, is way more buggy right now. Hmm. Like it's got a lot more issues than the console versions. But we're so early in the console releases that people are still really interested to see where that stacks up against a PC hardware. I, you know, I definitely am, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm definitely more more interested to see like what leaps and bounds games are making as they come out. And I'm still not quite feeling that. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And I and I should get over it, but I just can't. I want my new hardware to be awesome yeah. and just have an experience unlike anything before. And I'm just not. We're too early. I'm not sure. feeling that. Yeah. We're yeah. too. Most of the games we're getting now are probably development before finalized specs on the new gen. So, Console, I so. think that we, you know, I think a good segue off of that. I just want to say, I am the way I'm approaching Watch Dogs is I'm just plowing through the campaign, which I never do. Mm-hmm. I'm just going campaign mission to campaign good mission, idea. and then I'm going to do everything else later. In the past with open world games, I've always, as, as soon as anything on the side unlocked, I did that, and then went back to the campaign. I'm like, what, what, what's going on here? You know, yeah. and GTA had three campaigns, so you yeah. were split all over the place. Um, but I think that was playing games earlier. I got locked into that behavior because there were times in the past when I would finish the campaign and then I couldn't get back and do anything right, else. Yeah. <laughs> but games just aren't like that anymore. Yeah, that's an, yeah. that's annoying. I definitely 
I think like that. You sometimes. need to be able to roam the world after mm-hmm. you've completed the campaign. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, even Mass yeah. Effect, which you know had a very definitive ending where you shouldn't be able to roam around. You could still go back and play stuff if you mm-hmm. wanted to and finish yeah, outside even, missions. Even that got weird and confusing for like DLC. So it's like, confusing. This takes place before the end stuff at some point. Mm-hmm. It's a midquel. Right. Yeah. It's super bizarre. Not a prequel or sequel. It's like somewhere in between. I guess to wrap that up, I'd, I'd say I I am enjoying the game so far. It's um, only maybe. I'd say a third way into the sorry into the main story. Um, uh, I think it's a great, as you said, it's going to be a great uh, idea for the sequel. Mm-hmm. Like, there's going to be a nice follow up to this because uh, they could have taken a lot of things a little bit further. Like the hacking is really. I mean, I know it's it's they've got to dumb it down to a certain point where it's like something you can just enjoy. An action hacker is really not something that made sense. Mm-hmm. But whole kind of hack it, can, yeah, they kind of made it make sense that you can be an action hacker, but. Uh, I think it's worth it's worth playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd buy it. Yeah, I mean, they didn't slow it down. Like, there's other games a lot of times when you see hacking. It's like a puzzle game or a mini mm-hmm. game. And, uh, which there is an element of that. so fast. Right, which gets old and would have slowed this game down a lot There more, is an element of that. I don't know if you've seen it yet. There's they, It's that tried and true, like, uh, pipes kind of style. Oh, uh, like Bioshock? Yeah. Uh, very similar. I haven't got to that yet. Bioshock's always what I think about annoying hacking stuff. One of those things where you just have to rotate the piece to control the flow of yep. electricity or whatever yeah. to unlock things. and then Yeah, so that's still in there. Uh, Assassin's what, Creed, you were, like played Frogger yeah. at some point. <laughs> and wasn't yeah. there a, a similar hacking mechanism to that in Mass Effect 2? Like, to bypass doors, you had to, like, connect shit? Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much yeah, just the, circuits. That's yeah. what they do now. It's it like, oh, old. yeah. Mm-hmm. So really that old. is there, but it's not every time. Uh, so it seems like sorry. the kind of thing that if they have, you should be able to like spend skill points in a skill for like automatic hacking. Like to basically that would have been fun. That way, you you get the fun part of the puzzle game at first, and when you're done with it, like I'm just going to spend on. a skill point. Totally and, don't and, and bypass that. From Absolutely. Now on. But it's a it's an interesting mix of stealth and because you, you can approach most situations in that game completely non-violently or over the top. Not me. Violence. I couldn't figure it out, man. Violets all the way. Gun drawn. <laughs> shooting people. Blazing. I used to play mostly stealth. Uh, and then I realized that if you play in stealth mode or as a stealth character, the games take about twice as long to play. Yep. Like even games like Skyrim and mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed. But if you just go in and just start stabbing people and then fighting everybody, the game's over in about half the amount of time. Well, it's a it way to, to stretch your game dollar value. It's like you play well, as and stealth and your game lasts longer. It's also how do you want to? I mean, how do you? What experience do you enjoy? Do you do you want to be the ninja or do you want to be the warrior? Yeah, and I normally do the ninja. You mm-hmm. know, where it's like even like going back to Fallout Three, I got to the point where I just like crouch everywhere I went and then shoot stuff in the head from two feet away. <laughs> that's that's why I killed everything in Fallout Three. Mm-hmm. By the time I leveled my character all the way up, I, I love sneak in Fallout. Yeah, it's the best. <laughs> it's a little ridiculous. You can like crouch yeah. right up next to somebody. <laughs> like I can see with your nose. Gun. Yeah, <laughs> or, or especially like if you already like are super maxed out on it and you get like what is it, that little stealth generator mm-hmm. which gives you like the additional plus 15 or plus 30 and it's like you can just barrel through a whole level and no one fucking sees you yeah but then i never use those things because they're limited use so they, i just have like 80 of them by the end of the game and i'm too afraid to even use <laughs> one of the goddamn things yeah but if you really enjoy taunting your characters you just pickpocket them and then throw their junk at them another open world style game that's out right now even though it's a different genres uh wild stars out this week mm-hmm. yes uh, I, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna read this if you don't no. mind, because I, I do actually have a lot I want to say about Wild. Let's Star. bring it on. Okay. Um, so I want to remind everyone this episode of the patch is brought to you by Hulu Plus. You've probably tried Hulu on your computer. Hulu Plus is so much more. With Hulu Plus, you can watch current season episodes of your favorite shows like Modern Family, The Daily Show, Scandal, At Midnight. Thank you very much, Gus. Uh, and watch every episode of shows like Nashville, Lost, and Doctor Who. You get ad-free movies and kids shows too. Now more than ever, there's so much to watch. Take control with Hulu Plus. Stream those shows. 
Stream these shows and thousands more as much as you want, whenever you want. Hulu Plus works on your computer, smart TV, Roku, Apple TV, Xbox, PlayStation, pretty much any streaming device you already own. You can even watch on your iPhone. You can even watch on your phone, iPad, or while on the train, at work, at the dentist, or in the bathroom. You can even block off a data binge. In the bathroom. We don't judge. I didn't know your dentist got HD. Uh, you'll also you, you're, this, this gets HD. Uh, you'll also get access to originals you can't get anywhere else. Check out the new show Deadbeat, a comedy about a pot smoking guy who talks to ghosts. Binge on all ten episodes now for seven nine nine a month. Get your shows anytime, anywhere. It's like a quarter a day. Right now, sign up at huluplus.com slash patch. Get two weeks full access, completely free. It's a whole extra week more with this special offer when you sign up at huluplus.com slash patch. Get with it. Start streaming TV now with Hulu Plus. You think games will ever get to the point where TV is now, where the day the game launches, they have all the DLC available day one, and they can just go through and like binge essentially is it DLC at that point? Yeah, see, that's it. Will gamers ever tolerate that? Like it's, they could have done that with Dead Rising well, Three. It's just C. What's that? It'd just be C. Yeah, yeah, it'd be content. People get really upset. You see, unlockable then, content. Yeah, what it'll happen is it'll just end up shipping on the disc right. and you're just paying more for stuff that you already, already have. Well, I mean, that's already happened. That's I guess done. if it was free, they right. probably... And people fucking they hate do. that. Yeah. yeah. I, I admit that I don't like it. When I buy something and it goes, here, we're going to download the latest episode of this game and it's like 32K. You're like, Bing. yeah, great. Yeah, thanks, assholes. Um, <laughs> basically, it's the, the file size is the same size as your credit card. Number. <laughs> that's basically how that boils down. Uh, he bought it. You mentioned Wildstar. I want to talk about uh, Wildstar. It's a new MMO. came out last week, I believe. No, yeah, it came out officially this week, but the head started. Officially, yeah. That officially came out this started, week. started uh, on Friday, Thursday mm-hmm. or Friday of last week, I believe. Oh, okay. Here we go. Uh, it's a MMO by Carbine. Uh, it's a company based out of Southern California somewhere, I believe. Um, I played in the the beta for this for a while, and it's got some some good mechanics I had not seen in other MMOs previously. Um, but I, I, I guess I kind of played the beta a bit and really wasn't that excited about it. But when it, the game actually came out and I rewatched the launch trailer, I was like, oh yeah, this game's awesome. I don't know. There was something about that trailer that really grabbed me. Personality. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's like the voice that they speak in. It's got and, nice stylized art to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hear the the hip swing is a little out of control in oh, some of the animations. It? I've seen some gifs pop up where the like it's like the, a certain female character's walk animation. Her hips are going like a meter in hey, either man. direction. Hips as don't she, lie. They don't. And yeah. what they're saying is. Thank you. Kara, my hip Kara too much. the controller thought that was very funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, I might, right now uh, my gaming rig is is packed up because uh, I'm going to be moving soon, so I haven't had a chance to play it since it launched. But I think once I once I get settled in, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna check it out, play some more. Gilby I, was trying to get me. He was trying to get me to. The play Adams with him. have been real big on it right now. Yeah, let me tell you something about Gilby because I go in and see him in his office, and he I raise my hand so people could see it, but he's at his desk like this. And then he comes in, and then I go in and I go, hey, Gilbert, he minimizes. He goes, yo, what's up? It's like, that. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you something. That move never fools anybody. If, you're, if, if you've got your hand on the left side of the keyboard, you got your mouse over here like this, and you're lean back, nobody in the world thinks that you're oh, like I'm doing coding. some Excel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> coding the site. Nobody it's, thinks It's all hotkeys on the side. It's <laughs> exactly. all hotkeys. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Next but level. I, I, I haven't got a chance to play Wildstar because we, we have been unbelievably – busy with production around here i mean you and i worked on like four this is like a fourth different thing that you and i have worked on today i think yeah and you have rtx too yeah which by the way i was having to take breaks to take to make phone calls while we were filming other stuff one month yeah yeah, yeah. something like that and we just got a really cool addition to uh to rtx yes you want, yeah. to, you want to see what it is? sure why don't we, you're the rtx 
director? Well, I want to make sure that I'm thinking of the same thing you are. I'm so thinking of you this Titanfall. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited. All right, Titanfall. Yeah, yeah. T- Titanfall will be there uh, at RTX. You may have heard mm-hmm. of it. It's, yeah. a, it's a small indie game. Yeah, so they'll be showcasing some DLC, right? Mm-hmm. Is that, I don't want to say what they're going to do. I don't want to give you spoilers. Is there anything... They'll be there with some with some stuff to show. There we go. Okay. They're bringing the Titans. You heard it here first. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they will be in the parking lot, and you can ride around them. That's not true, yeah. by the way. We'll, have, no. we'll definitely have more specific information about their involvement here pretty soon. So, Ryan, you were talking about the gifts that you see of the hip swing mm-hmm. in Wildstar that are out there. Do you think there's any part of the game development process now where people say, we want this to be a gift? Because right now, Mario Kart 8. I am so <laughs> fucking sick of Mario Kart 8 gifts. If I have to look at that fucking Luigi Death Stare one more time, I'm just going to break my laptop. It's going to be there forever. But aren't you happy that Nintendo has it's something that's gone... It's the same fucking thing. But I'm really happy that Nintendo has had something in this generation that's gone viral. Because the Wii U is a good platform. And it has been underperforming this entire time. For what, two so and a half th- years now? You think this is like some kind of viral marketing scheme where they just slip these things in here and wait for somebody to find it? Well, you just never know when that's going to take place. Like, who the hell knew, like, like Skyrim with 80 different mods for, you know, visual effects being added to it? Like, that or, became, like, a thing that people would share online. more fundamentally, Arrow to the Knee jokes. Right. Yeah, and those uh, things, arrow like... Arrow to the Knee. And, like, with Watch Dogs, it's the uh, profiles from people that you walk by. Yeah. When you access their smartphone and you get their, their actual <laughs> information. And you're seeing those all over the place. Mm-hmm. Or reading people's text messages. I saw there's a Walter White Easter egg. Oh, that he's it? in the world somewhere. Aisha Tyler's also in the world. Oh, really? Yeah, she's actually one of the privacy invasions. You hop into her apartment. Oh, I haven't done really. And <laughs> then you just find her somewhere walking on the, ro- the world, too. I've seen her in the privacy invasion and in the world. Yeah, I like that kind of stuff. Like, if you, there's somebody like. The element f- of real. The first thing I remember like that was in GTA 3, there was the ice cream truck. And it just took forever to find that thing. Like you had to go around at certain times to find the ice cream yeah, truck. Uh-huh. And it was it was on that horrible like side missions where this is before achievements when you got 100% completion. You had to get all these like unique cars that you had to bring to the oh, impound yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. And that was one of them that drove me nuts. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's always a fun mechanic. But you, know, you said that they would put these things in the game and they hope someone finds it. They could put it in the game and then start seeding it themselves. It's, it's true. You know, yeah. Making posts and, and pointing stuff out. You know, I, I could totally see that. Just like these stupid. So you Luigi heard it here Death first. Gifts. Luigi Death's gift, whatever. I, don't, I haven't even seen it. It was an. No, you haven't seen it. He's a busy man. He makes like eight videos yeah, a day. I mean, we're about we, you know we've been packing uh, Michael and Lindsay up in a box for like the past couple of days so we can ship them off to Australia. It's been busy. It's hard to get that guy in a box. It is. He fights it hard. <laughs> it's like trying to give a cat a bath. <laughs> he keeps kicking all the styrofoam peanuts out. I mean, it's just difficult. <laughs> I can so only imagine Australia, that. He's yours for the next you know few weeks. Uh, hopefully, we squeezed all the content out of him. Michael need. and Lindsay, the newly wedded Joneses, will be down in Australia right. for, is it Supernova? Yeah, Supernova. They'll be there in, I want to yeah. say, I know Perth is definitely one of their destinations. but Sydney will, and Perth. Sydney and Perth. Mm-hmm. They will be there. So the gif is, is Luigi looking left. Yeah. And I'm sur- I'm surprised you haven't seen it. It's everywhere. I'm so sick of yeah, it. Yeah, you're sick of it. Which finger would you flip the bird with if you only had four? Just give him the big mitten, like the. Uh. I guess that makes a, the middle finger actually truly the middle if you only got the three and the thumb. Do you give him like those two? Like- well, here's a question. What is the Japanese obscene hand gesture? 
What is that? It's not the middle finger. Jesus. It's not even that in Europe. I mean, have you seen some of the things that are I know, on their right? TV? Like, what what could you possibly offend someone with? Now, who knows? <laughs> I I have no idea. It's one I'm of the sorry, side- I love with, Japan. With, Honestly, uh, I do. Unpixelated genitals. There you go. Yeah, no, it's true. Pubic hair, <laughs> things like that. Yeah. It's weird the stuff that like different cultures find offensive. Those lines, they're all arbitrary lines for all societies. Yeah. But it's like when you see somebody else's arbitrary line, you're like, well, that's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, so I just say a full mitten. That's what you get. Mitten. There you go. So um, one of the weirdest bits of news i saw uh this week is that zen studios is making a walking dead pinball table for uh walking dead the uh telltale game for okay. for uh they're making a pinball table for the mobile pc versions of their game pinball fx2 and zen pinball it seems like the weirdest crossover now when you say table do you mean like it's like you know it's a, it's a pinball game you it's play a digital on, pinball yeah game. Okay. On, like mobile or PC and they're making like a Walking Dead Telltale game skin for one of the pinball. I mean, tables. really, pinball used to be everything, right? Like they would make a pinball for every movie that was, you know, big blockbusters, and it would never make any sense. Like pinball doesn't have a story to it, so I find yeah. it interesting, though. I don't know if you do, but it's like think about that from a licensing perspective. Is that you have The Walking Dead, which is a graphic novel. That's the way that mm-hmm. property started. Then they licensed it, I'm assuming. here's a, They have a photo there of the uh, digital pinball. Oh, game. there it is. <laughs> it actually looks like an urban environment. And, and yeah, and the, the Lee, and you yeah. see the Lee and the Clementine. Oh, okay. It's actually – is Clementine a flipper? It's in the game. No, oh, no I think, I think that's, okay. they just made yeah. it look like it's in the game. Like that's the that's the way the pinball game like, looks. Oh my god, we came across this compound. <laughs> <laughs> There's pictures of us and a giant rolling steel ball. <laughs> it's got Lee in there too, which is which means great. play. I, I I have I, Clementine is at this point in the story. She's like been through a lot, and it's yeah. like I keep waiting for her to get like a little tougher than what she is because she does tough stuff, but then immediately goes back to oh, I don't know. Well, the, you know, uh, I assume you've been playing season two. I, I'm not. I'm not up to okay. date on it, but so I have played the first. It, it two always episodes. drives me crazy. You know, there's always scenarios where, like, oh, we have this dangerous thing happening. We're not quite sure what to do. Clementine, <laughs> it's like, come on, really? Let's turn to the the eight year old and ask her what she's she young thinks we and should creative. do. Right have now. you seen Ender's Game? It's you got to go to the young ones. <laughs> they know what to do. We have this dangerous she's a third. <laughs> we have this dangerous thing. We need to go do. I can't do it. You can't do it. Well. It's like everyone's like, let's ask the eight-year-old. Let me level with you. If you're in an apocalyptic situation, you, and you have a party of people, and there's a dangerous thing, you would send the kid. I know you would. You'd be like, I'm not doing that. Send the kid. Send the eight-year-old. But they say that. Like, they're all like, oh, we have to protect Clementine. We have to take care of her. Clementine, go climb to the top of that mountain and kill a zombie with a fork, you know? But I want to see the end arc for this Clementine character and see where she ends up. I mean, it's just going to be like... When she's an adult, she's gonna have the thousand yard stare. She's gonna, she's not gonna give a fuck about anything yeah. after everything she's been through. But I was thinking that it's interesting. The licensing of Walking Dead starts the graphic novel. You know, they license it out separately for a TV show. Here is a pinball digital pinball game that's licensing the video game version of the graphic novel. Right, one right. of the vi- one of the video game versions because there's another video game version of Walking Dead, the, the FPS one that right. Which I think Ray played or Michael pretty played. Pretty terrible, according to according to them. Heard, yeah, I never played it, but. Uh, yeah, so it's interesting to me how that licensing works. Do they license it from Telltale or do they license it from Yeah, and like at Image that point Comics? like all of these sub licenses, they don't make any money on that, right? It's like all of the license licensors granting the license probably. And was it Telltale does weird stuff too with licensing? Didn't they make the poker game that has all the characters in it? Like uh it has uh, Oh yeah, they had that. It was the Salmon Max were in it. Uh-huh, and, uh, and uh, Penny Arcade characters were in it. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. 
So they, they do a lot of different licensing stuff. Obviously, I mean, Telltale's got right now in development licenses based on Walking Dead, the Fables graphic novel for Wolf Among Us, and uh, Border- Game of Thrones. Borderlands. And Borderlands, and Borderlands yeah. a video game that they're doing it. So, yeah, they do a lot of licensed material. Yeah. They, must have a, they must have one of the best licensing departments <laughs> in the entire industry. I still have not played the most recent episode of a Wolf, uh, Wolf Among Us. I need, to, I need to get on that. I've been neglecting it. My, so I'm in, like, flux because I'm moving mm-hmm. soon. And the battery on my Xbox 360 controller is one of those uh, rechargeable, rechargeable ones. ones. Uh-huh. But I packed my charger. So it's like I played all of Walking the most recent Walking Dead episode with like only a sliver of battery and it was going off constantly. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to be able to make it through an episode <laughs> of uh, Wolf Among Us before that thing dies. Well, you're really like locked in with this move, aren't you? I mean, <laughs> totally. it's, pretty, it's pretty to work. He went uh, all in. He's completely I, I committed. Do, I do need to bring it. The um, move is happening. But I saw uh, – that reminds me. I saw that The Walking Dead has been confirmed for Xbox One and PS4. Oh, yeah. The Telltale like, version of The uh-huh. Walking right, Dead. Yeah, they uh, – you know, it had been speculated for a while, but uh, there's, they, they officially announced that they're actually going to do that. Good. I, I can't wait to watch you transfer your save, Walking, guys, <laughs> to play it on Xbox the One. Walking Dead That'll and be Wolf, the highlight of my week when the, that happens. Walking Dead and Wolf Among Us are both uh, confirmed. Uh, they're going to release this year. They didn't say when. And Walking Dead Season 1 and Season 2 are packed with separate games. Season 1 box is Game of the Year edition, so it's going to include the Forge of Days DLC. Um, yep, that's it. So, I mean, I guess they'll both so be out So, go ahead year. and make a copy of your save file now. Why don't you just get that out of the way? Uh, well, well, by then... just delete it right now? Or just start that playing. Out of the way. Just start it one again. So, okay. So, theoretically, <laughs> <laughs> if, they, if they make a season three of Walking Dead... I'm sure they will. And it's on Xbox One, would there be a way to export my Xbox 360 saves and then migrate them up to Xbox One... So that I don't have to play all the fucking games again. They're doing it with Minecraft. I, I imagine this yeah. would be a much simpler. Yeah, I mean, this has got to be just like a tech, a Boolean list, right? Yeah. True, false, true, false. But I they still they're... managed to fuck it up, and I still have to replay the game. Yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> Is that their fuck up or your fuck up? It's, I'm pretty sure it's their fuck up. <laughs> I've never had this issue with any other game. I, Dude, I got right up against a cloud save issue. Uh, with Assassin's Creed as I'm like going through and trying to get 100% sync on everything. I had my uh, – I played the treadmill. That's my treadmill game. I'm like up to 280 miles walking while playing Assassin's Creed 4. And on the Xbox One, that's the platform that I'm playing it on. In the house, that game was at like 68% completion and the one by the in the garage by the treadmill was like 97%. <laughs> I went inside and played, but the Xbox was in low power mode. And so uh, in the living room because I hadn't played it in a while – I pulled it up, and then it just immediately started playing, and then it saved. And I thought, oh, shit, I just saved a 68% file, and then I, like, shut everything off and tried to, you know, like, and not even knowing if my Xbox is shut off. I was like, damn, but it worked it out. Like, it gave yeah. me a dialogue box I'd never seen before saying, this save looks way out of date compared to what you had in the cloud previously. What do you want to use? It's usually pretty smart about so that. So I, yeah. I was pretty happy about it. That's always a danger of cloud saving, and I, I have personally fucked yeah, that up before i would be and fucking terrified about that of course the moment it doesn't work i'm gonna bitch about it and, say, and i'll be like you and say it's all their fault oh well, it was their fault in my case here's the thing though how would you move that file right that's the mechanism i'm wondering I guess about the cloud i mean is that like it's yeah. really only I, though in the most recent update to the xbox one which i think came out today yeah it's today yeah so uh, we're recording this on a Wednesday. So this mm-hmm. is when the uh, external storage uh, and what else is in this one? Real names. Real names. Real names yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the Xbox updates going out today. Sorry. Which I don't know that the format is interchangeable between the Xbox One external storage and well, 360. It's probably no, not. No, I don't think so. It, has, it, it definitely has to be a USB 3 device on mm-hmm. the Xbox One. And so I don't, I don't think the Xbox 360 supports USB 3. 
Well, it's backwards compatible usually, so it right. still talk at USB 2. Both companies seem pretty invested in making the transition to their new platform as easy as possible. Mm-hmm. It does seem like there's a commitment it, I, on I, I, both companies. From as far as like uh, data migration for the Walking Dead game, it could also be something on Telltale's end where they have – like on their servers, they denote your gamer tag and – you know what choices you've made. And, Whoever and runs track that it. service, just flag Gus's account for me, please. <laughs> please flag it with all the awesome intro, all the, all awesome. the awesome stuff. Something else I got to give props to. Um, with you know, I said both companies, you know, excluding Nintendo, but Nintendo has done a great job. I've read nothing but good things about the online play for Mario Kart Eight. Also, Mario Golf that's on the DS, the 3DS right now, the online play for that is tremendous. So well, it's, it's easy to have an online service when you have so few people using it. <laughs> I guess so, but you still got to give them credit. I mean, it's like yeah, Nintendo isn't really known for online play. They haven't really had that. So, you know, it's one of the few game consoles right now where their beta audience is probably about the size of their production audience. They, yeah. they, they have botched shit in the past, like the Pokemon Bank. That was not that long ago, and that got <laughs> fucked up. Well, I, that's why I'm saying give them props when they're doing something well. Here you no, I, right. I think it's you just because they don't have people playing the goddamn All game. Right. Let's they they shipped 1.2 million units of Mario Kart 8, I believe, uh, was the uh, the launch figure for that. You know yeah. what? Bernie's trying to take us to a positive place about Nintendo. Let's no. be positive. Let's give them their props. They Dude, launched. Geez. It didn't break. There's a little death stare it's Luigi's issue. death stare. Other than that, it's pretty smooth. I think Gus uh, is having stress from all the gifts out there. <laughs> it's all this fucking... Worldwide Developers Conference would, bullshit that you know I already you ranted really about earlier this for. week. You should be looking forward to the gif of you looking at the gif of I'm Luigi, you the Luigi death which now. is coming next. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm so sick of it. Uh, that and flat icons, man. Don't get me started. <laughs> we had a whole discussion on the Rushid podcast this week where Gus was really upset about Apple's up. Do you want to talk about it? It's technology. Mm-hmm. Apple updated their, uh, their operating system for to laptops and desktops. To 10.10, <laughs> which is basically 10.1, <laughs> if you look at it from a decimal perspective. Working, math is really strong there, yeah. They had a huge presentation about how all their icons are flat now and how beautiful they are. Who gives a shit? They made the Finder icon more smiley. Well, you put the phone in your pocket, so you've been sitting on the icon. It just have, over time kind of Well, it actually brings it, it in line. Do you have an iOS device? I do not. Well, you, you know what? I take it back. I do have an iPad. All right, but you don't, no. your smartphone's not. No. So the, the latest version of the iOS actually did all the flat icons, and they updated it for the look and feel to be similar on the desktops and the laptops. Okay. Yeah. So it makes sense to me that they, you know, oh, look at the happy Finder icon. Too happy. I think this one's actually uh, a concept image. That's why it's circular. I think the final uh, production image is actually squared. Why does that remind me of Gavin? (laughs) (laughs) I can can point it out. (laughs) Um, What could it be? (laughs) Maybe it has an English accent. Um, Yeah, whatever. I mean, that's... You're over uh, it? um, You've moved on? Yeah, I'm going to So they announced no new technology, right? No, I mean, their their cop-out is that it's 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 a developer's conference. I oh, they, they they did do something interesting. They announced a a new uh, um, programming language called Swift that, to unify like uh, for uh, easier Cocoa development in OS ten. Okay, which seems cool. It, it seems like a way to Does make it? development easier and more accessible. So we'll see how that plays out. You so, so your your contention is that it creating a brand new programming language that no one has ever worked with before somehow makes development easier than using a standard language? I believe... I'm, I, I, I'm going to look it up here. Uh-huh. I'm, I don't want to talk out my ass. I, I believe it's like a, a, essentially a fork of Objective-C where okay. it takes Objective-C and then tries to simplify it and get rid of stuff like you don't have to include libraries okay. uh, or things like that. It's just like trying to update it and get rid of some of the more archaic practices when it comes to something like C, which is 
fantastic, but is so old it's and has so many holdovers, it could definitely use maybe a little bit of a, 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 a facelift. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, people on Twitter are also pointing out to us that the uh, Xbox One update today includes uh, games for gold. Uh, right. The, the free games like for the gold members on Xbox One, mm-hmm. which previously had not been available to them. Yeah. One of the other things I want to talk about that came out, we had talked about this on the patch previously, now that we're talking about Apple stuff. Uh-huh. I don't know if you remember when uh, they announced previously, I think it was at last year's Worldwide Developers Conference, it must have been in an early patch we talked about this, how they had uh, they added gamepad support into iOS. Uh-huh. And then my big complaint was that all of the gamepads that came out had the controls on this side of the, uh, so it'd be like on the left and the right. So it's like you just end up holding this really wide device with a screen in the middle. And I always complained and said they should have the control under it. Uh-huh. And that way it's like your screen's up here and you're, sure. you're playing with it like that. Razer finally <laughs> – I've never seen – I have not seen anyone else do it in this whole year. Razer unveiled a slide-out gamepad. They call it the Jungle Cat. There it is. You just put your, uh, your iPhone in it and, and then, then it, slides, it slides the controller down. You can play and then when you're done, it just the controller slides back up behind the iPhone. So essentially an iPhone case with a slide-down controller so you can play games on it. Okay, great. That's pretty awesome. It actually looks like it improved the durability of your phone considerably as well. Yeah. So uh, I, I actually didn't see what the pricing on it was. I watched their uh, their demo video. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to come out in July and it's going to be 100 bucks. Do you ever watch unboxing videos? Um, I used to watch them a lot more. I really? Really? Don't, I really don't watch them very much anymore. I, I would like to watch Michael get unboxed after you guys shoot him off. <laughs> I would watch that video. Well, that, I mean, that's on the other side of the ocean. Yeah. you gotta, you got to get somebody down there. To we'll get him up. on the return. Yeah. All I'd say is, uh, I don't know if we put enough food in there, so he'll either be really mad or really, yeah, you know. He's got foam peanuts. He'll be fine. <laughs> Just eat those. He'll be all good. He's not a foam elephant. We're putting two of them in there. There's Michael and Lindsay. If at least one of them comes back out, then we're good, right? That sounds horrible. <laughs> <laughs> two, two enter, one leave. It's uh, good enough. Net net average, we're okay. I'm going to see if there's an update on this story, but when I looked this morning, I saw, I read a story that, uh, oh, here it is. Okay, it got removed. So apparently this morning... On the United States PSN network, Uncharted 3 was listed as free. And uh, I guess you could download it and get it. Which sounded like a great deal. For free, but apparently... uh, Free if you were a PS Plus member or just free? Free for everyone. Interesting. Uh, But I guess it's been removed from the store. So people are saying that maybe it was a mistake. Maybe it's not found. Maybe it's something related to an upcoming E3 announcement next week. Oh, really? Okay, so we should probably talk a little bit about that. That would be odd to... Why would you take it down though so quickly? Just like as a like maybe it was tease a maybe or? it was a mistake. Like maybe it was supposed to go uh-huh. live at this time next week. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's, that's a good point. That's yeah. Odd. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. So I mean, I, I don't know what the connection would mm-hmm. be, but it's just really bizarre timing because how would it go through all the? Pro- I don't know. Obviously, how they publish stuff to their store, but how would it get through this whole process if someone wasn't like? It's kind of funny doing it. when you can precisely pinpoint the moment someone got fired. <laughs> Man. <laughs> And you know, I you can't. I mean, you can see how that would go wrong. Like somebody put the wrong date in, and they said, "Oh, it'll be the Monday of E 3 And somebody goes, "When is that?" It's like, like, "Oh, it's the first weekend in June." It's like, okay. And so they just like uh-huh. said it the wrong way. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, the, the first week in June. Yeah. It's like, oh shit, this year it's the second week in June. Exactly <laughs> right. And you know, they might have planned that like four months out. You know, mm-hmm. I I got my E three badge and credentials. I was sending stuff in in February just because it's such a gigantic uh-huh. pain in the ass to get it done. And then you got to book your tickets and get your hotel room because that place just fills up. Mm-hmm. I mean, E3 is an enormous conference. Mm-hmm. The uh, But what when we used to work at the telecom company, uh, I was working with an ISP 
And there was a guy who was – we were sending out a mass email to one of the internet service providers that was making a change to their settings. And it was a significant amount of people that were signed up with this ISP. So we broke up the mass email into chunks. And one of the chunks that he sent out, he put everybody in the CC field instead of the BCC field. And I want to say it was like 1,900 email addresses. And then they all started replying back oh, to the CC. God. That was a nightmare. That's a storm. That was – yeah. And it was like one of those things that's like, oops. And so it's just oops. That's all it is. And it's like we all had to deal with something for a week because the guy put something in the CC field. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean let's hope for this guy's sake or whoever was responsible for this particular thing that it was the date and not the price that was mistaken. <laughs> right. Oh, you mean in case like a bunch yeah. of people downloaded it for free? Right. Yeah. That would be a little rough. Yeah. I guess they could probably just redact that, right? If anybody got it for free, they just turn it off. Yeah, but really are they going to do that? I don't know. It's a good question. I mean, it's like the whole thing. When Especially you, if it's leaked, right? Yeah. Would or you, if you send I mean, the wrong price? If someone, if they clearly made a mistake, and you, however, managed to grab it during that period, and then they took it back, sure, Amazon, you, Amazon does that. Yeah, so that's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. Yeah. So, like, when somebody puts up a printer, instead of being one hundred ninety nine dollars, it's one dollar ninety nine cents because mm-hmm. somebody screwed up with the type in the period in the wrong place. Amazon has a thing where they said, "No, we're just sorry, we're not shipping this thing out like yeah. that." Yeah, and, but then, and then there's sometimes where. Things will be honored. You know, like you'll hear occasionally about uh, an mm-hmm. airline website that has wrong ticket price information. I and saw people, one just the other day. Yeah, people fly to Hawaii for like fifty bucks or whatever. You know, and it's up to them. Sometimes the airline honors it. Who do you think messages that up for everybody else, though? I mean, is there someone there just watching, like, oh man, we're not making any money today, but we're selling a lot of tickets? In the case of an airline, or is it like, did someone finally just tweet them and go, "Hey, thanks for the free trip," <laughs> and everybody after that just got screwed out of a cheap flight? Yeah. I saw on the Austin subreddit on Reddit, you know, because there's subreddits based on cities. Is at one time somebody posted that, hey, if you go to the gas station at this intersection, one oh, of their pumps is set for thirty-two cents a gallon. As opposed to three dollars and twenty cents, and they're like, it was great, and they're like, "I just went and filled up." He was right, you know, and all this stuff. It's like you're just you're just taking advantage of somebody's mistake. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just it's like terrible. some poor guy who runs the place. He's like, "It's not you know, you're not ripping off Exxon, you're not ripping off no. whoever this big oil company. You're ripping off a dude who's just trying to run a small business selling candy bars and shit." Exxon still gets paid building. the same amount for the the gallon of gas that they sold to that. Right, gas it doesn't get out of there. It's not out of their end. No, no. Uh-uh. yeah, it takes them a while to make that up. If like. 30 people show up. Yeah. yeah. A lot it of sucks. those, yeah, I used to actually work for a company that dealt with a lot of gas stations. And yeah, most of, for gas, a lot of the cases, they're selling it for pretty much cost. Like right. They're not making any profit off yeah. the gas. They're hoping you come into the store yeah. and buy something. Exxon is, or whoever, but uh, the gas station themselves are just, they're, they're dancing right on the edge most mm-hmm. of the time. My view on a lot of that stuff has changed over the years because, like, just recently I had to go to LA for. Uh, some meetings and stuff. And so I always go to Hertz in LA. And for whatever reason, they were busy as hell. It was like some Monday. Mm-hmm. I was thinking it was like the NBA f- uh, playoffs were going on. Clippers were in the playoffs. So something, there's a lot of stuff going on at once, and, and they were out of cars. And so they had to give me a pickup truck instead of my car. And like everyone I talked to, like that day when I pulled up somewhere, like, yeah, this Hertz just gave me a pickup this time. It's weird, you know, that I have a driving a pickup around LA. And like everyone had this universal reaction of, well, if they didn't have the car, did you get something out of them? Did you like tell them they had to upgrade? You know, it's like, no, because I'm there like once a month at least, and I the people there and they were having a busy day. So yeah. I was just like, hey, you know, just give me the pickup, I'm fine. Yeah. Also, yeah, have they I, ever rented a car? You never get the car that you ask for in a, in a <laughs> rental thing. No, but the immediate thing was there was a problem with a business I do business with on a regular basis. So what did you do? Like, did you mm-hmm. like hold them their feet to the fire and all this stuff? It's like, no, I just like it's a guy behind the counter and he's like. There's 80 people in the room. He's like, "Do you mind taking a pickup?" And I'm like, "Absolutely not, dude. Just give me the pickup. It's fine." Because <laughs> it's it's 
it's not Hertz. It's the dude behind the counter who's just trying to get through a really shitty day, yeah. you know? And I see that guy like once a month. Yeah, we you remember we, you parked by me. We were out there. And uh, I parked, and then you pulled up next to me. I was like, what the fuck is up with this pickup? <laughs> it was so weird. Like, it was what weird. What the fuck are you driving? He goes, do you mind a pickup? I go, do you guys have pickups? I was like, He's like, yeah. Oops, sorry. Gus. You got a message. Yeah. So, yeah, it was. it's just one of those things. But it, it is one of those attitudes of, like, if a company ever does anything incorrectly, that it's like, stop the presses. Let's mm-hmm. let's destroy them. They were, they were not batting a 1,000 today. Yeah. So you're going to get something. Uh, here, let me read this thing right here. Uh, I want to remind everyone, this episode of The Patch is also brought to you by NatureBox. <laughs> you made my voice crack. <laughs> NatureBox. Uh, your mission, snack smarter, get in shape by summer. Your enemy, the vending machine. But when you're starving at 3 p.m., all cranky and lightheaded, the evil vending machine can seem like your only friend. Don't give in. Head over to NatureBox.com. NatureBox sends great tasting snacks right to your door, and they're great for you, too. Healthy snacks like barbecue kettle kernels, everything bagel sticks, South Pacific plantain chips, and over 100 more. I mean, we can, what's this one? Cherry vanilla granola. Cherry vanilla granola is good, man. Bruschetta pretzel pops. Coffee kettle popcorn. Yep. Uh, Did you say tar- bruschetta pretzel pops? We yeah. have not opened tar- these and tried these yet. Fruit medley. I, I just tried it actually right before. Tomato and rosemary on. pretzels. There you go, uh, Ryan. Do it. Uh, zero trans fats, zero high fructose corn syrup, nothing artificial, even snacks that are gluten conscious and non-GMO. Free shipping anywhere in the U.S. NatureBox is busting up the vending machine's monopoly of your midday hunger. Try NatureBox. I appreciate you leaning away from the mic. <laughs> Brian is leaning as far away from the mic as possible to eat his bruschetta pretzel props. <laughs> <laughs> Try NatureBox right now. Get 50% off your first box by going to naturebox.com forward slash the patch. That's naturebox.com slash the patch. Stay full. Stay strong. Go to naturebox.com slash the patch. That's naturebox.com slash the patch. Um, That's really good. Yeah. It's completely unlike anything I expected it to be, though. Oh, I'll try it. Yeah, go for it. I'm gonna <laughs> You're going to lean back? The Ryan methodology yeah. here. Uh, so, it's a stretch your back and get to eat. So one of the other uh, E3 rumors uh-huh. is that – did you see uh, – you, you, you weren't in the last round. Did you see any of the Battlefield Hardline stuff? Yeah. So apparently one of the rumors is that uh, EA is going to be giving out beta access to people who attend their – to people who attend the Sony – PS4 conference at E3. So there's apparently going to be a PS4 beta for Hardline. You've, conf- you can, you've confused me. I have no idea how to get a beta code at this point. You have to go to the Sony yeah, no. the press Sony conference program. at E3. What is Sony what, Who is doing? that? Who goes to that? Well, what I was going to say... You're, People you're, want a code. I agree with you. <laughs> how is it that the PS4 is now like the beta platform? It has cornered the market on the betas. Because the Destiny beta, I believe, is exclusive uh-huh. on the PS4. Yep. Destiny makes sense to me. I mean, that was a move them going from, you know, Bungie going from Xbox to going multi-platform. That, that one makes sense to me. But you, th- you think of it as being the big beta platform, really? Well, now, I mean, that's... And now it's hardline? Titanfall beta was on Xbox. I mean, obviously, because it's... Yeah. yeah. I mean... You know, yeah, you're right. They, no didn't, they did not beta it on a console. They didn't launch on <laughs> All I'm saying is there's not everything. Every beta is on PlayStation. <laughs> So it's not so far. They're batting a thousand on every game that is cross-platform, though. <laughs> exclusives are staying exclusive during the beta period. Yes. Even how, how much of a bitch would it be if the game is exclusive <laughs> to Microsoft and the beta was on the PS4 and all the PS4s are just like, God damn it? And, and <laughs> I'm sure there's like someone working on the game was like, Why the fuck did we agree to this? This doesn't make any sense. I think I think uh, I think in, in general Sony does a very good job with. Uh, all the bonus materials, essentially, that they do for uh, Microsoft or for their PlayStation Plus and PlayStation owners, mm-hmm. um, and it's a good sign because I think the recent stat they said was that fifty percent of PS4 owners Correct. are PlayStation Plus members now, Correct. which is great because they launched you know the PlayStation Network with having no subscription fee. That's a hard thing to put in place after you didn't have it, mm-hmm. uh, and they've made up a lot of ground. 
the the games, the free games for PlayStation Plus members are amazing. I mean, they, they have stuff that was well, out like yeah. six months ago. That and the discount you get shopping in the PlayStation Store. Like if you buy enough stuff online, your PS, your you know your your account pays for itself mm-hmm. just to, from discounts from buying software. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't take many of those free games to just play, pay for it in that alone. I, I shit, one month of it probably pays for it on its own anyway. Because, I mean, it's all fairly recent. Mm-hmm. Like you said, fairly recent releases. It is crazy how the the, the two major consoles, the way they, like, mm-hmm. rubber band off one another. Like, if you look back a couple of years, like, when PlayStation Network launched, I mean, PlayStation... We're a long way from PlayStation Home. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was not a whole... I mean, get on, get on PlayStation Home and wait in a line. I remember doing God, that. I, so. I never... <laughs> it's like, yes, I'm going to log into this and wait to play bowling. <laughs> or, or wait to watch a movie trailer. Yes. Well, what the fuck is this? It was, it was, the service has changed a lot. And I, th- I think that Sony has made up a ton of ground. They're doing a great job yeah. with PlayStation Plus and the PlayStation Network. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I don't know if you saw this, but apparently there were some uh, new images that came out for Valve's VR headset. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's yeah. ugly as crap. Yeah, it has... Uh, has ZeniMax sued him yet? <laughs> <laughs> it has... Uh, what? Yeah. It has polka dots all over the front of it. It looks like a mocap suit. <laughs> well, presumably, I guess, you know, it's got to be for 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 tracking purposes. It kind of looks like someone just took a really ugly umbrella and embedded it in your forehead. Let me explain for... You know, it looks people, like a, you can look up this online, but if you're in a place listening to audio podcasts <laughs> where you can't look it up, it's basically like a... It looks like a polygon representation of what a headset should look like with polka dots. Do you remember those. black and white polka dots? Pyramid head from Silent Hill. Yeah, <laughs> looks like they had the fucking <laughs> giant box. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, thing on the head. It looks like it looks like the VR headset looks like it would be in a VR game in the '90s, like the yeah. their early VR stuff, which was all just super blocky polygons. I think even in the '90s, they had a better design sense <laughs> than this polka dot thing. I mean, the, I understand why the tracking dots are necessary, but that's. They really are going all out with the tracking dots. I mean, is, you know, and who knows how that'll look when it makes it to market? That's not a final design, no. Gus. Is it just no? Early, no early this is, yeah. this, so who knows? But I will uh, say that Valve, in general, is like the things they do well, they do very, very well, and the things they don't do well, they just don't give a shit about. Yeah, like, just you never see it. it you ever go back and look at the way Steam has changed over the years and what the interface used to look like? I mean, it's gotten to the point where it's really pretty usable now. But man, when it, when it first started, it was a misery. It's yeah. still kind of. I have a bone to pick with Steam right now. Actually. Oh, do it, PC uh, Master Race, huh? It's Steam. <laughs> Damn, man, what's I? I don't pick the fights. You see this, right? Uh, so Steam now has family sharing, which you kind of talked about a couple weeks ago. Yes, where that was the streaming through LAN to a different device. You can also now borrow friends' games. No, yeah, that's family sharing. Yes, family yeah. sharing. Yeah, um, which has nothing to do with the family. There's family controls as well, and apparently those kind of buttheads as well. Like parental controls yes. kind of a thing. Uh, but in every write-up of how you – I was just like, okay, I'm going to make this happen because we needed it for something we were going to record the other day. Yeah. Uh, there's a critical step one to the process. Can I guess what that step is? Because yeah, I think ahead. I've been through it. Is it the request access button that you have when you want to request access to somebody else's game? That's not a thing as far as I can find. I've never seen it anywhere. <laughs> it's in all the documentation. Is, yep. that, is that what you were getting at? Yeah, basically, it's yeah. like how do I get that computer on? And the documentation says just request access to the game, and it shows yep. a request access button. I've never seen that button anywhere but in the documentation. I, fi- I finally figured out how to do it. But it is a it is a critical step one that exists nowhere in the documentation. <laughs> it, is, it is so it is so bizarre. They make it and it's all they've got like this these documents that are all pretty and they got like nice graphics like ah mm-hmm. oh, now you can do this. 
Explain it. <laughs> yeah. Why would you give me a feature that you're not going to tell me how to use? I'm glad to hear you had this problem. I had the exact same problem when yeah. I was trying to do it. So I, I, I know what you feel like on the podcast now when I go on a rant. I'm, I'm, I'm watch, <laughs> watching this, uh, this anger. So for anybody out there that wants to try it, the critical step one that you have to do is go to the other person's computer and log into your account and then authorize it through that. Yep. You can't do it remotely in any way. You have to authorize the machine, and then you mm-hmm. have to authorize the person. The users on that machine. Yep. They have to have logged into that Steam account or that Steam install, and then you have to log in behind them and then authorize the computer and then authorize any users on that computer that have previously logged in, and then they can install your games. Yep. But that, no, that, would have that been a, step... That's to, step point five. That step of go to the computer... Nowhere. No or, one says anything about it. Or if you're Apple, that's step one point zero. There you go. And the way they have it listed, the way they have it listed in the uh, documentation is, if I recall correctly, at least when I did it, was if you want to play, if I, Ryan, if I want to play your mm-hmm. games, I just go and request your games. But I can't see your games unless you've been on my computer before and logged in, and I know what your things are. You also there's like a lot of talk about joining a family group. Right. I mean, they talk about all these things that aren't things. It's like the documentation has been updated since the alpha two years ago or yeah. something. Mm. Yeah. And it's like when you, and he's right, it's really pretty when you go to look at the documentation. Like it pops up like the store sales. Like it does like that yeah. kind of breakout and it's like really pretty graphics. And it's like, oh, this is like really well done. It's legit. Nope. <laughs> All wrong. Interesting. So, Steve, um, you've been warned. But at least, you know what? I, you know, it's here we are picking something apart. At least they have it. It is a great fix. It works. I'd rather jump through the hoops and be able to share mm-hmm. the games as opposed to buying everybody in my house a copy of Civ Five. Once you do it, it works great. Yep. Uh, Ray was able to do, we were doing something and he was able to download a game that I owned and play it. No mm-hmm. problem. Great. Yep. Five uh, machines, right? Yeah. Uh, is, or is it 10 machines and five accounts? I think it's five machines. I will get the, th- the correct information yeah. here. Make sure. Verify be- that. Pretty close to ideal. After, Almost after ideal for you guys. Initial failure to explain the simplest steps to setting up their software. I quit paying attention to any details they included in their yeah. documentation. I don't, I don't blame you. And who knows if it's even right? You'll get to the third one yeah. and be like, "Yeah, you're done. Never mind." Well, you're, while you're still looking that up, there's something else I want to talk about. Hmm. Uh, you remember the game uh, Natural Selection Two? We yes. talked about it previously. I guess the um, the developers, Unknown Worlds Entertainment have decided that they're not going to de- dedicate any more resources to it. They're not going to have any developers working on further development of the game. So they've handed over development back to the community. So just made it open source, essentially? Well, they've there are, like I guess, prominent forum members and community members who are now taking over the development. So it's not open source, but they've okay. granted the development access over to, I guess, like leading members in the community. So there's just a few people sitting at the top, kind of an oligarchy now that is controlling the development an of natural oligarchy. stuff. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, I, yeah. <laughs> That's a new model. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he's, uh, so I guess it's the, 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 the I guess, who's this guy's name? They only list his, his forum handle, Wasabi1. <laughs> Uh, so I guess that's the only name he needs, Gus. They, they they want development to be more visible to the public. They're introducing a program which recognizes p- community members who root out bugs and uh, design awesome maps. So, okay, I said so, something to Patrick. I was trying to wave down <laughs> was like, our floor on? manager. And I thought there was a bug. We, we had a wasp in here earlier. That uh, I, I hear it was not a wasp at all. It was a mud dauber. It was a mud dauber. Everybody was, totally was freaking out. It was like climbing through my shirt. That's how I eventually. <laughs> well, that's got understandable. Yeah. Yeah. Once they get under your skin, then you're in trouble. Yeah, I've seen what happened to Dead Rising. It turns you into a zombie. Oh, that's right. I just got in a jar, and now I'm you know, almost invincible. <laughs> All right. So I sent Patrick a thing of the uh, the request access button, which I've never seen anywhere else before. Let me see here. I was all over that, too. I was, like, looking at the you friends op- list. I was looking at, like, where could this button conceivably exist in a rational UI? 
I think I got it exactly right. You may authorize family library sharing on up to 10 devices at a given time. Oh, wow. And for up to five accounts that may use your game library. See on the Bioshock icon? See that request access? Where is the? I never could find that. And I I was trying to do it pretty much day one. So that Uh might have changed by now. But I had the same problem you had. We're looking at a screenshot of the instructions. The pretty instructions on how to use family sharing. And the thing that's missing at the top of this page is go Go, log into that computer. Go log in. Very important step. Um, so E3, what else are we looking forward to at E3? I, I got a notable who I think is not going to show their face at E3. Who is not going to show uh, their face the at division. E3? The division. No, I think we'll see some division You think stuff. so? Yeah. You, th- I, I you think, think after they did that, really, they had this really pretty reveal and then have since kind of had to announce that they don't have anything to give us for a while? The, the next year, 20, all they've done, technically, yeah. all they've done is delayed launch a year. I think there's somebody over there at the trailer department that's probably hiding in a hole. Like, I, I don't want to show them again. I think they have They'll to yell show, at me. They have to show something. Now, let me ask you a question, if, though. If they don't show, mm-hmm. people are going to fucking talk. Like, that, 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 is a, that is a PR problem. So here we are. This is a great example. We're between the two examples of what we can have for game development and the length of time for game development. You have The Division and you have Watch Dogs. A lot of people are saying, why didn't they spend more time on Watch Dogs and make it a better game? As opposed to the division, which is like, what the fuck? Where's the game? You know, yeah. put the game out. Just put the get the game out on the market. I think people would have preferred for the game to stay in development longer and be a better game. I'm trying to think of what they could have spent. I mean, and again, I haven't finished the game yet, but I'm trying to think of what in Watch Dogs would have benefited from more time. I mean, nothing is at least nothing that I've run into on. I'm playing on the Xbox One. I'm not playing on the PC, which I've heard there are issues there. But at least as far as the Xbox One experience. There's nothing like that I can see that's like, man, if only they'd had 20 more hours yeah. to devote to that. There's, well, also but, there's stuff that gets cut. It's like yeah. too high level, and that gets cut very early in the process because like, look, we're just never going to – this gets punted because we're never going to – it's going to be in Watch Dogs 2. And there, yes. there's, there's like – if you want to get like really picky, there's like – there's there's a scenario I encountered where I was driving away from police, mm-hmm. and I decided to drive on railroad tracks and uh-huh. like try to escape them. And the car doesn't interact with railroad tracks correctly. What do you mean? I've driven on a You can drive over it. Fine. Yeah. But it looks like your car is just hovering. Oh, okay. And just like there's like no actual like terrain interaction. Mm-hmm. It was like to the point where my wife looked at it and goes and asks, "Are you in a hover car or something?" <laughs> like, no, just the car is really the not. Box yeah, is making, a little... making contact with the textures under it. I like, like, I like your face. You're like, no, no. Just, you know. I mean, that aside, like most of the things that I see in that game are seems like more like choices to me rather than run out of time. Like it feels yeah. like they decided to do it this way. Whether that is successful or not is an, is another thing. But yeah. I mean, they they shipped four million. Yeah. copies. I mean, but so choices are based huge. on how much time they have and resources as True. well. And sometimes those milestones, they can see them coming you know, 18 months away and they're like, yeah, we're just not going to get this done. Mm-hmm. You know? So did you see that uh, Jack Trenton, you know, who used to, I guess, be in charge of Sony Entertainment America, is going to be covering E3 for Spike TV with Jeff Keighley? Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Which People is, really liked him. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see uh, his take on it. I think someone... Someone asked if he's going to take like the Stephen Goldbear approach and be super <laughs> pro Sony unabashedly, but uh, it'll, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see him back. He's someone you know who's been in the industry for a long time. Uh, I'm curious to see what like now that he's stepping away from it, what his like objective view of how things are mm-hmm. uh, shapes, shapes up. Well, we're going to be just so you know we're going to be out at E3. I'll be there. Alan will be there. Ashley will be there. Uh, the No will be covering E3 all next week, and uh, we have a ton of stuff lined up. This is like the most busy E3 we've ever had where we have like appointments to like view games and everything like that. So we'll be doing oh. a lot of coverage for E3 all next week. So the press passes are working. Is the press saying. passes are working. Nice. Yeah. And the, uh, the other thing too is that I will be on, at least we're planning it right now. Uh, I'm planning to be on the IGN 
uh, I think it's a podcast, but IGN's coverage for pre and post show of the Xbox One or the Microsoft press event, which is on Monday. Interesting. And it'll be it'll be early Pacific time, but it'll probably be decent time. Yeah. Should we do know. something for that? Yeah, I think about it. Well, we'll have coverage for the no. We know yeah. it'll cover some of that stuff. You know, it's it's a tough deal because it's like we could do you know coverage of it. We, maybe somebody can give us a good suggestion for it. But you know, a lot of times people are just watching it now. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah like we what, used to live blog it. Yeah, that's one, one thing I'm concerned about actually is next or this Monday's RT podcast butts heads with the Sony E3 presser, and I feel like a lot it's of people, a nighttime. Yeah, a lot. Really, of that's who, really weird. It's it's I believe it's at eight p.m. Uh, Central Time, six p.m. Pacific. So it's like. Why uh, so late? I don't know. Uh, the, the Microsoft ones in the morning, the Sony ones in the evening. So I'm a little worried. Like, are people not going to watch our podcast because everyone's going to be watching the Sony thing? So we'll see. Y- right. Even though I'm going to be at E3, I will be not attending either one. I'm not going to attend the the Xbox one. I'll be at the IGN and uh, you know coverage of it, and then for Sony, I'll just be watching it as well. Hmm. You know, it's like it's actually the, the coverage is just as good as being there in the audience. I mean, it's it's fun, but you know, it's a lot easier to like have your own internet connection instead of sharing it. In a stadium full of like twenty five hundred other press people, yeah, that gets. Pretty How bad. does that work? Do people just come in with like a giant coil of uh, Ethernet cable and just run it down I'm the sure hallway? Everyone or? has a fucking wireless hotspot, hot spot. and they're like, well, those are all data. talking to the same yeah. thing eventually, though. I mean, there's only so many services. I mean, you've got what T Mobile, Verizon, AT and T. Like, you're, they're have, still hitting the same towers. I've actually never had a problem. At what, really? What's, yeah. what, what they might on do the show floor do, but not at the uh, not at the like, stadium events uh-huh. here at South by Southwest in Austin. Uh, they'll roll in those mobile trucks. You ever see them? Like those mobile uh-huh. cellular tower trucks? Like AT&T will just roll in with a van and have like a giant antenna on it and set up temporary uh, cell towers. Yeah, but I get the point that Ryan is making. It's still going through something, you know, up high at a higher level in the network architecture. Right, but... Yeah, Maybe like if your place is flooding and saying, well, let's just add more sewer drains. Or yeah. sewer drains, excuse yeah. me. You know what I mean? It's like you're draining more water, but you're draining it to the same place. You're still going to flood. Yeah. yeah, yeah. but there still should be enough aggregate bandwidth high enough up to to accommodate these people because these are customers anyway who would be uh-huh. using their device wherever. AT&T so, got a little embarrassed a couple years in a row at South by Southwest Interactive where the network just was a piece of garbage because <laughs> everyone at South by Southwest had an iPhone. So, uh-huh. And that was AT&T exclusive for a while. Yeah, and now I, I feel like I haven't really had an issue like that. At South by Southwest in a while. I still definitely have issues at PAX. Mm-hmm. Uh, my phone just does not work. Dude, we're going through a really cool thing in Austin right now where all the existing data providers are going nuts because everyone is switching away to Google Fiber mm-hmm. or in, t- in anticipation of Google Fiber coming here. So all of a sudden it's like 1.5, you know, or 1,500 megabits down is what we can get. You know, it's, it's Yeah, but you know what the downside of that is? I have to sit next to Jeff every day, and he checks the website every day, and I watch him die a little but I think every time the it doesn't. The reason he update. dies is because I have it, and I live so fucking close yeah. to him. It's like I could probably set up a Wi-Fi access point with a directional antenna and point it at him. It's literally killing him. I mean, he does it every day. He brings <laughs> really? up the website and checks to see if it's made it to his house yet. I saw – got to tell him. I saw installers uh, one block over from him. He checked uh, it today. Weekend. Still not there. Is this right. for what? For at t or the AT&T Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we're at time. The yeah. hourglass just ran out. All there's right. Please let of, us know if there's anything in particular that you would like us to uh, cover for E3. And, in fact, I think when we're on the floor one day, we're going to have a whole day where it's like we're going to go cover this. What else should we go cover? And, like, the audience can guide us around the floor and tell us what they want to see, kind of like a virtual <laughs> experience at E3. We're going to try to get that done. Cool. Part of next week. Yeah. You need to get one of those GoPro helmets that I'm face gonna, every direction. I'm going to get a Steam like polka dot VR headset. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for watching, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.